So, what's up? Well, I drove all the way from the Twin Cities to St. Cloud, and boy, are my arms tired. Cool, great, Blair, I don't give a shit. Good news, though, the Ready Player One trailer is out, and boy, does it look great. I haven't watched are it. You ready to see, are you ready to see the book? The, are you ready to see the book that was equ- basically 400 pages of, hey, remember this? Doesn't this make you want to jerk off to your memories of the 90s? Well, now it's a movie. Yeah, I... My um, it's so a movie I, now, Blair. I had company over, like family over last night, and uh, my uncle was like, "Oh wow, Blair, your audio is sounding extra clean today. What's up with that?" <laughs> Hold on, let me finish my anecdote first. Okay. <laughs> my uncle literally asked me if I was like excited for the Ready Player One movie because he was, and I'm like, "You're almost fifty years old." Like, I can't with this. He also asked me about, well, my aunt asked me about Lacey Green. Yeah, I, was, I saw that and I lost my I was mind. like, you can't, you, no, you're like too old to know. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, my audio feels particularly crisp. Don't, that, that sounded bad, Blair. <laughs> we don't, crisp. you don't have a pop screen. <laughs> But, um, um, yeah, thanks to the support of our very generous patrons, we were able to uh, get Blair a new microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a deal on Amazon Prime, and it lined up pretty much perfectly with what we had sitting in the account. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just kind of sprung for it. Yeah. It's exciting. Exciting And now Blair, doesn't sound like, now Blair doesn't sound like garbage. Yeah. Now, now I don't have to rely on the, the headphones, the, the microphone that came with my Apple earbud headphones. God, you, we were using that for, a, like, a year, huh? Literally more than a year, ever since we started recording. That's what I've been yeah. using. Yeah. And it wasn't the worst audio quality audio has ever been. No, but it was not good. It was, yeah, no, it wasn't good. And there was a lot of audio bleed from your headphones, which made make putting the show together kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, eh, such is life. But now, yeah. we've moved on but- to bigger and brighter things. So the Iron Giant is in the Ready Player One trailer, and that felt like a fucking slap in the dick. I literally haven't watched the pl- the trailer at all, and I probably oh, never will. It's awful. Okay, like I'll just like that's what I've gathered from most discussions about it. So I'm just you gonna saw that t- picture that someone took that was like uh, like literally clipped straight from the book, right? Uh, I saw it, but I didn't read it. I like uh, there's a section where the main character who is uh, his name is Parzival, I think, which uh, I only know because I listened to the uh, the I don't even own a television episode about the book like four times. Uh-huh. It's a very good episode. And I recommend listening to it. Anyways, he goes through like a bunch all the pop culture stuff that the Parzival's idol like enjoyed, uh-huh. and he lists like fifteen authors. Yeah, and none of them are women. <laughs> Great, good. I mean. He, he lists all he lists all the great anime that his idol loved, and none of it's from anything later than the eighties. Like no mention of like you know your Akira, your Cowboy Bebop, your Neon Genesis Evangelion. Right. That's how that's pronounced. Yeah, that's exactly how it's pronounced. No, it's all Moe shit. I'm sure. <laughs> what if he just listed Lucky Star? Dude, no, I I I fuck with Lucky Star heavily. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I, I have bad, I have like really bad ADD. So like when it comes to anime, I have a really hard time sticking with something if I don't really like it. The only shows that I like watch that I am like consistent with is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, My Hero Academia, and a couple of other series that were like one and dones for like 13 episodes. That's so crazy because like, it just like, 
shonens tend to be the longest running things ever and sp- specifically jojo so the fact that jojo is the thing that's captivated you <laughs> that's attention. how good it is that's how good it is Blair. uh i also watched like 60 70 episodes of hunter hunter uh-huh which is very good and i've been meaning to go back and watch more of it i just know i just haven't watched any of it in like three years yeah yeah um Nichijo is the only good anime in my I have the first, I have those two, the first two volumes of those. Yeah? Of the books. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it is. It's good manga. (laughs) Mango. Manga is my favorite Smash Brothers player. (laughs) What is that supposed to be a pun of? Mango. His name is Mango. Oh, I guess I don't play Smash, so that. Well, kind no, of... I mean I don't play Smash either, but like you know, there are people whose names you, that I just like know, like Hungrybox. Because I mean, the way Smash is, it's like four people are always in the top four. It's the same four people in the top four of every tournament. Sure. It's Armada, Hungrybox, Mewtwo King, and um, uh. Mango, I think. I uh-huh. like the four. I know Armada is, and I know Mewtwo King is, but I'm not sure about the other two. I see. But, like, they win, They one of those four wins, like, every Smash tournament that they show up to. Like, if it's big enough, like, they will show up and they will win it. I don't know enough no about one any likes, sort of No one likes watching, no one, like, no one likes watching Melee anymore because it's just those four guys. Yeah. Like, no, like, they've been playing since the game started. It's an impossible game to break into right now. Sure, sure, yeah. Like, other other competitive online games are, like, difficult to break into. Like, there's a wall, but not, like, a 14-year wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, esports are weird. Esports is weird, yes. <laughs> that's, that's my analysis. That's my, that's my analysis. Go, go Street Fighter. Nice. Thanks. Go sports. Go sports. Kick the sports ball. Waka waka. I only watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. That's me, but unironically. and I don't fucking know where we are in Asia. I, I, I can't read. You know, Luna, it's not just Pac-Man anymore. <laughs> it's not just Pac-Man anymore. Come a long way since. Now games can reach out and straight up kill you through the screen. That's what I'm worried about what will happen with VR. Like, I'm really worried someone's just going to make Stay Alive the VR game. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a, a long ways into the future where, yeah. where video games can literally kill you. Well, I feel like maybe with the technology we have today, I mean, video we games were can almost kill you. doing back with the Wii. We were almost doing that. Well, I mean, we were just we were killing TVs, not people. You know, <laughs> there's this really good Mega sixty four sketch where um, it's like someone gets brought into the marketing department of Nintendo and they're like, okay, last time we broke TVs. Now with the Wii U in order to get it, and that was, and you know, the broken TVs made the Wii go viral. Now with the Wii U, we need to kill a child. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. (laughs) Um, So what's new in gay and horror shit this week? Um, Last, or uh, Wish Upon came out last week and I've been dying to see that because it looks like hot garbage. While we were watching the movie, you told me a little bit about the Rotten Tomatoes score. Why don't you elucidate that for our audience? 20%. 20%, yeah, about what I expected. But 
Higher rated than Transformers 5 the last night. <laughs> which is sitting at a pretty 15%. We need to do a special episode of Fear Baiting where we watch the Transformers movie. And no, then we, we watch Wish Upon. No, we and, don't. Blair, and then Blair, we directly compare the two of them to one another. Blair, Blair, if we watch Transformers the last night, I will die. That movie is like two and a half hours long. Um, well, I mean, do you want to make art or don't you want to make art? I don't want to make art, Blair. If that's what making art is, I do not want to make art. (laughs) Fucking Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm Luna. (laughs) Oh, I'm Blair. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. Yeah, we got too, we got too ahead of ourselves. Too excited. Wish Upon looks like very, very hot garbage, which I am dying to see, frankly. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried that it's just going to be mediocre. Yeah, I, I want it to be like flagrantly bad. Yeah, me too. I want it to be, yeah, like, definitely is so bad it's good. I mean, I'm all, I'm, I always love, like, you know, cosmic forces causing death. Like, you know, I love Final Destination and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Where it's, like, there's no, like, active spirit or ghost or anything. It's just, like, hey, some bad coincidence have, have killed people. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it looks like in the trailers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else happened? Um, Dream Daddies came out. You want to talk about that? Uh, not really. I guess Me I... Neither. I mean, I haven't played it, and no, I'm me not... Neither. Like, uh, uh, yeah. like, I, I, as a as like a gay woman, I really don't have much of a dog in this race, except for some of the lady character designs looks look cute, and that's really all I have to say. <laughs> the the one thing I did take away from it as a positive that I've seen is um, you can be trans in it. Well, there's that, um, but as in addition to that, there was like this conversation between. Uh, the daughter that you have and this woman who has really long fingernails oh, and yeah. she talks about her girlfriend and it's like um tell her Miss, i get well Miss, soon yeah. <laughs> oh man so so yeah um so yeah uh so this week we watched ready player one we got the advanced screener <laughs> Um, Ernest Klein really outdid himself on this one. Great work from Klein on this one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I really liked the part where he just, where, where the main character just, like, jacked off on an NES cartridge. I mean, I mean, it was that for an hour and a half, basically. Yeah. It was experimental, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. It was definitely some, it was definitely some, like, uh, ooh, couldn't think of a good director to dismount that joke on, too. <laughs> I mean, Spielberg directed it, like, IRL, like... Yeah, but that's not quite funny enough. <laughs> I guess so. I suppose you're yeah. right. Oh my god. That movie is gonna be god awful. I should sit down and read that book. Oh my god. I couldn't even yeah, you couldn't pay me enough to read it. You could you could definitely pay me enough. Could you? You you tell me my student loans are paid if I sit down and read Ready Player One in a couple of days, I'm done. I like, guess that's, that's true. I guess yeah, that's I true. I would do that immediately. Uh, yeah, cover the I would also read the sequel free of charge for the kindness you've shown me. There's a squeakle? Armada. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if it's like a direct sequel or if it's just like, hey, something else happening in this universe, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear it's a lot of nostalgia porn. I don't know much about it. I can't riff on it too much. Other than nostalgia, this... nostalgia porn is honestly being kind with it because it's it's not where it's like you know like fucking. But an example from the book is like he references like a Firefly class spaceship, you know, and he straight up says like the Joss Whedon TV series Firefly. Uh huh. Instead of like being like the Firefly class spaceship. Moving on, and it being like a wink and a nod to people who understand it, which would be like 90% of the audience, and not explicitly explaining. Like, the entire book is that 
image of McBain saying that's the joke. Yeah, no, I hate shit like that in whatever context where it's like just doesn't trust the audience to be smart enough to understand what you're talking about. Like if you Ernest can't... Klein thinks his audience is a bunch of dumb fucking idiots. And considering the amount of praise I see for that book, he's not that wrong. <laughs> Like it's it's yeah like if you if you don't trust your audience to understand a reference you shouldn't be making it you know yeah like there so my spoiler spoiler warning I guess for a post credit scene in uh uh Sp- the uh, Spider Man Homecoming the new Spider Man movie uh huh there the post credit scene has the the bad guy of that movie meeting up with someone who's name I don't even remember, frankly, but this character's name apparently is supposed to be, like, a big honking reference to some, like, background... Well, not background, I guess. He was a major villain in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'd literally never heard of him in my life, and I'm like, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan, but, like, you know, I knew who Tombs was, which is the real name of the Vulture. I Like, I knew a couple of things. Sure. But, like, this... Maybe I'm just completely off base here, but, like, that reference, I just was like, who... Uh, yeah, I don't know shit, so I'd be the wrong person to ask. Yeah. There's also a very, very good post credit scene at the end of... Like, a very good, like, post credit scene. Like, not a mid credit scene like the one I was talking about. Uh-huh. If you sit through to the end of the credits, there's an incredible post credit scene. So if you're going to see uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, make sure you stick to the end. <laughs> is that your... Re- just specifically the post credit scene, is that your recommendation for this week? Blair, you would not believe how good the post credit scene is. I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not even, like, being a fucking dumbass about this. I'm just like, it's literally that good. I trust you. I trust you. Uh, should we dive into this movie we watched this week? Yeah, we watched Stay Alive, and I hoped it was going to be a fun, terrible movie. It kind of was. Like, I would say I definitely had more fun watching it than, like, watching other bad movies that we've watched, you know? Yeah. Like, it's no Charnel House. It's no. no it's no, no Horseman, you know? No, there is no scene where... There is no scene where fucking Frankie Muniz uh, gets yelled at for being gay and then kills himself. Yeah, like, like, the, the, but just the fact that this has Frankie Muniz in it, like, earns it some considerable points from me, you know? Yeah. I feel, I don't know, that, that just, like, ups the fun meter for me, I guess. It's just, like, fascinating to see him in a context that isn't uh, Disney Channel or um, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. That sounds accurate. Yeah. Um, so, so this, this, so Stay Alive is about a video game. A video game. <laughs> a video game that uh, kills you if you die in it, which um, immediately gives me anxiety because I'm very bad at video games. Um, <laughs> that's basically the only measure of anxiety it really gives the audience. Um, yeah. So we've got our main cast. We've got fucking. Kirito, we've got Asuna, we've got Klein, Agile, Lisbeth, Silica, um, and Heathcliff. <laughs> Are you referencing Sword Art Online? Yeah. Okay. Now this now this joke makes a little bit more sense to me because I'm like, oh, this, this... I, I pulled up the wiki. Those are Sword Art Online characters. Oh uh, yeah, because because for a second there I was like. Maybe this these could be the names of the characters, but then I was like, wait, you're missing some. So, oh, hold on. These are not actually the names of the characters. Um, I'm not good at remembering the names of people. The we, only... got, we, had, we have Hutch. Hutch. We have Loomis, who eats shit in the first five minutes. Uh-huh. We have Miller. Uh-huh. We have October. Mm-hmm. We have Swimp. No, we have Swink. His name is Swink. <laughs> 
He's one letter, like, if you move his the first letter of his name one letter to the right, you got Twink. Yeah. Which I, mean, I think means confirmed. I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> um, we got Swink, we got... Uh, What's the douchebag's name? Finn. Yeah, but it was, like, short for... Phineas. Something. Phineas, yeah. And then we've got... And Phineas is October's brother. Uh-huh. And then we've got Blondie... What's her name? Amber? It could be Amber. Literally, It she, is the color of her energy. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong there. <laughs> oh, bad joke. Good joke. I, I, I counter that bad joke claim and t- call it a good joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anyone else's... Import, anyone else's... I, I got all the names. Uh, and then there's Detectives Thibodeau and King. Wow, that's good. I didn't even, like, process the fact that there was more than one police person involved. Wait, really? You didn't? Nah, I was kind of, like, drifting through this movie. <laughs> there was the bald guy who ate shit in the minivan. I rewound it to watch that scene. Oh my god, I didn't realize he was, like, a cop. Yeah, it was him and the black dude, and they were both cops. Oh, I thought he was just some fuck. Hey, remember how- I just realized there was absolutely no resolutions of the cop storyline in this movie. Of course- I mean, okay, so we watched the theatrical release, and apparently there's a director's cut that quote-unquote makes more sense. Um, I- I can't speak for the director's cut, but there's- there's a part of me that thinks that it's just fans who wanted this movie to make more sense, believing the fact that a director's cut made it make more sense, because, like, the- it's not like there's plot holes- there's just... Well, yeah, I mean, there is a scene where they decide to go to the cr- the, the creator of the games' house, and then they don't. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's completely abandoned? That's right, yeah. Yeah, you kind of can see the skeleton of what used to be there. Apparently there was, which I assume was the game designer, there was a whole character that only exists within the director's cut. Yep. Um, why did they do that? <laughs> I don't know. They Why do they f- do that to movies? Apparently 15 minutes would have made that all of the difference. Like, it's not that long of a movie. Like, it easily could have been 15 minutes longer without losing the attention of the audience. I know it wasn't really, like... It didn't really seem like it was ever... It wasn't ever, like, com- super compelling, but it wasn't ever, like, dragging its feet, you know? Yeah, I guess. I feel yeah. I feel like it could have tolerated 15 more minutes. Just to make things... I don't know, like a window... So, so... This this game is like cursed basically and it kills you in real life. Yeah, so, the like, game is the game in the movie is called Stay Alive as well. Yeah, yeah. So like a, a window into the developers like like view on this whole situation and whether that explains things or doesn't would have been interesting and I think the actual movie could have benefited from that kind of coherence or lack thereof. I don't know. Yep. Uh, anyway. Speaking of, I, I just want to go back to Ready Player One one more time. Uh-huh. Sorry, I just remembered this. There is a line in the book, Ready Player One, that where the main character proclaims to have a serious, cute, geeky girls playing ukuleles fetish that he can neither explain nor defend. I've met dudes like that. And you know yeah? what? Yeah, and they're they, literally... They jerk off to that vinyl like, welcome to my kitchen. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not like they actually like the music that these women produce. It's like they like the fact that they're quirky. And those are basically the only dudes that court me. And they just are... No. Wait, Blair, Blair, are you a manic pixie dream girl? Literally, in high school, it was like my greatest curse. Like, ever. (laughs) And in my earlier, like, 
like years of college when I had like like brightly colored hair um it was like yeah it was bad it was a bad scene now I don't take to talk to anyone who isn't a woman so <laughs> I don't really involve myself with those kind of things <laughs> oh man Blair Jesus this movie was bad it was not good it was bad actually well it wasn't horrible it wasn't it, good. It was bad, and I would not go back again. I think I would watch it with a group of friends. I don't think so. I think I could, like, find a better way to spend my evening than getting drunk with friends and watching Stay Alive. Well, let's get through the plot of this, quote-unquote, the plot of this movie, and then yeah. then compare notes on why we, why we come out of this slightly different. <laughs> so, so um, fucking Loomis is playing the game, and... He, like, eats shit, falls off a banister, and dies by getting hung. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, beans, I died. And then, mm-hmm. he goes, and then he goes to talk to his friends who had been playing the game with him, apparently, and they and they died, like, four hours ago in the game. Mm-hmm. And the dude is wearing a pig mask, and he's fucking the girl. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, it's, like, 2017. Well, it's 2006, but also it's 2017, you know? Yeah, I mean, I... Are, Blair, are you are you fucking with a pig mask on? I mean, not me personally, but I wouldn't be shocked if someone told me that's what they were into, you know? It's just like... I've seen, like, pig bondage gear. Yeah? But I've never seen just, like, a bore, like a bad Halloween pig mask. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the worst rubber animal mask to wear during... Oh, um... uh, animal mask. Okay, because I was going to have a really easy answer if you didn't say animal mask. No, no, no. Animal mask. Okay, well, I want to counter your question. What's the worst, like, just mask to wear? Because I think it's a tie between uh, Beetlejuice mm-hmm. and Michael Myers. Uh, what about Michael Moore? <laughs> there's Have no you ever seen there. a Michael Moore mask? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't there be, you know? There's, like, fucking George Bush masks. What about um, Mike Myers? What about Austin Mike Myers? <laughs> I would wear a Mike Myers mask. You you would fuck while wearing a Mike Myers mask? I don't know if I would fuck while wearing it, but I'd wear it. Yeah, me too. Um, but worst animal mask to fuck with? I want your honest answer. You know... I think a pig's gotta be up there. Pig is definitely up there. I feel like a horse would be less weird. You know? Well, I mean, a horse is like a thing, though. Like, that's just like a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I- I'm desensitized to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like... But there's also that long snout that would get in the way, like, in your, like, partner's face, potentially. Like, just well, whack. Yeah, yeah. Um... I guess that's less, more uncomfortable than it is, like, I think I'm upsetting. gonna go with hippopotamus. Hippopotamus? Yeah. They're cute, but, like, I don't want to fuck them. I mean, I would hope there's not many animals you would like to fuck. You know, realistic rubber ones. Um, Oh, no, I'm putting my dick straight into the rhino from Ace Ventura. The (laughs) robo-rhino that Ace Ventura crawls out his butthole. Don't tell me that. (laughs) (laughs) We can't talk about Ace Ventura every episode, Luna. How have you never seen that scene where Ace Ventura crawls out of the rhinoceros' butthole? Because I love myself. You're not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong. I don't know what you want from me. So then Loomis gets, like, messed around with by the ghost, and he goes upstairs, and 
The ghost is very inconsistent about timing because apparently in the game, the Loomis's friends died like four hours ago, mm-hmm. but they died, but they also just died. Right. Like in person. Uh huh. And then like two minutes, like two, like not a minute later, Loomis himself is dead because he gets like hung like his, exactly like his character was in the game. Mm hmm. It's, it's media. It's, uh, it's media. It's, um, it's, um, it's, a uh, it's an insightful critique of, um, video games and violence. Um, yes. And, and, like, gun, gun, gun violence and, like, hor- horror games. I don't know. Horror games are usually never brought up in that sort of context, despite, well, yeah. That. Yeah. So, so the next day, Hutch is at work and his boss, Miller, calls him in and, and Hutch thinks that he's, like, about to get fired. And Miller's like, no, dude, I need to tell you the secret of how to beat video game. I need you yeah. to tell me the secret, because that's why I hired you, bro, dude. I, I, I need to fucking... You, you need to tell me how to beat Silent Hill 4. Which, I mean, feels like a weird game for these guys to be playing, honestly. But, I mean, I think it's supposed to set up a context um, that they like horror games. And I think they expect the audience to recognize the fact that Silent Hill is a horror game genre, but not really have ever played any of them before, you know? It's a thing they, like, have seen on the shelves while they're buying, I don't know, these people buy, I don't know what popular video games were in 2006. Popular uh, video games in 2006 were, like, I only double check, but, like, I think Resident Evil 4 was around that time. Sure, sure. Let's find out. Let's see what Google has to say. Popular video games from 2006. Uh, Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. Ooh. These guys yeah, so they were playing fu- the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> yeah, these guys were absolutely playing Elder Scrolls. Uh, Madden. These guys would play Madden. Madden, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Guitar Hero 2, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Godfather game came out in 06. That's a game. It, is it, was it good? Eh, I yeah. don't know. You didn't Half-Life play Half-Life 2 Episode 1... The first Saints Row. Oh, these guys would definitely fuck some Saints Row. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so it's... So, so, friend of the show, Gage, actually wrote in for this real quick. So, early on in the film, in an attempt to establish Hutch and Miller as true gamers, which is capital T, capital G, and with a Z at the end, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the latter asks the former for pro tips, capital P, capital T, with beating Silent Hill 4. Hutch gives Miller some advice, including dumping the Hyper Blaster and all weapons, saying the boss will just automatically die. This is, of course, a legitimate strategy for fucking Silent Hill 1. Wasting all your ammo in Silent Hill 4 doesn't make the boss fight end any faster. In a similar vein, the Hyper Blaster is also from Silent Hill 1 and is a new game plus weapon for when you get the fucking UFO ending or have the Konami Justifier light gun plugged in. Thank you, Gage. (laughs) Gage always provides, provides some of the most interesting trivia about the dumbass movies we watch. I know. I mean, we need to get him on here. <laughs> yeah, so they, they talk some dumb, stupid shit about Silent Hill. And then he gets a, um, Hutch gets a phone call in Miller's office. I don't know. Um, and then he finds out, oh, your friend Loomis, he's dead. Except we don't hear this phone call. We just see his Hutch's reaction on his face and we just connect the dots there. Yeah. Um, so that happens. Um, he, like, goes to a bar where he meets up with October and, um, uh, Phineas. Finn. Finn. Uh, who's a total douchebag. Um, and October's... Total dickweed. So, so, Finn We find out, we find out that, uh, Hutch's family is all dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, um, because Finn, Finn makes a 
joke about it, which is great. Um, October, if you haven't already guessed, is the goth chick. Um, yeah, because her her name is goth, her name is her name might as well just be Gothtober. Yeah. Ooh, what if we what if, what if that was our theme for October? Um, goth movies. Like we could watch The Craft again. I don't want to watch The Craft again. Is the thing you don't. I mean, I feel like I have to go another year before watching The Craft again. So next, so next Gothtober. I mean, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, we can just like forego any schlock and just watch The Craft four times during October. Yep. Yeah, that's that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. So. What else? What next happens? Um, well, so he meets up with these dudes, and then they go over to his place with, like, that has, like, 100 LCD fucking TVs. Yeah, um, he's got, like, a fucking, he's got, like, a fucking, like, you know how there's, like, a, a what is it, a smack of jellyfish or a pride of lions? Uh-huh. Like, oh, okay, my joke's boring you. I get it, Blair. No, continue, I want to hear it. So he he's got like a he's got like a fucking legion of LCDs. Yeah, he's got a murder of televisions. Um, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> um, and some of them are like overlapping with one another. Yeah, so like great job on the visibility. Right, right. Um, like fucking Swimp over there is gonna be like, oh, I can't see. I'm Frankie Muniz. Hey, I'm walking here. Is that your Frankie Muniz impression? I'm walking here. Is Frankie Muniz from New York? Probably. I mean, maybe you should find those things out before you just spout um, anti-New York um, language. Propaganda? Propaganda. His name's Frankie. Hey! Oh, he's from Jersey. <laughs> well, I mean, that's honestly close, clo- honestly close enough. <laughs> if you are from New York and you have problems with me saying that, don't write in. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! His parents both have have like a, a a tilde over the N in their name. Yeah. So his name should be Frankie Muniz. I see. M- Mun- I see instead yeah. of Frankie Muniz. Um, Muniz. Muniz. They probably didn't. Um, ex- Disney probably didn't expect, or Frankie Muniz's agent probably didn't expect people to the common American to be able to pronounce that. Um, is my my um, guess on that whole situation? He's thirty one. Is he thirty one? Yeah. I felt like he would be in his twenties, but yeah. Wait, he he's he he has an open wheel racing career. That's awesome. Yeah, he drives Formula cars. That's that rules. <laughs> yeah, he won the Toyota Pro Celebrity Race Contest in two thousand five. You know what? I'm glad he's chasing his bliss. Yeah. You know. Yep. He also was a drummer for a bit. Yeah. Like, he seems like the kind of guy that would be a drummer. For real, yeah. Or a drummer or a bassist. Yeah, I was gonna say that a drummer or a bass player. Yeah. We should get Frankie Muniz on here. He's probably not that expensive. <laughs> He's probably more expensive than you would think. A McChicken and five dollars. <laughs> Okay, so so they're all playing the game, and Miller is playing at work, and he told his wife he was working late, like a fucking, what a horrible husband. Right. Like, what a horrible husband. Just tell your wife you're playing video games, right? Yeah, just, 
you're playing video games. Yeah, if your wife doesn't accept the part of you that's a gamer, like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Gamers are valid, and she needs to get that through her thick fucking skull. Right, right. I'm still looking at a list of 2006 video games, see what else these years would have been playing. Dead Rising. Dead Rising, huh? Yeah. They probably would have fucked with some Dead Rising. Probably. Tomb Raider. I'm surprised there wasn't joking there about like, oh, sexy Tomb Raider. Ha ha, Lord Croft, huge tits. Ha ha. Well, literally the only video game reference they make is Silent Hill. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, and Qbert. Oh yeah, they reference Qbert. Like uh, for for a for uh, there's uh, no reference to the video game Fear, which came out in 2005. No reference to Resident Evil 4, which came out in 2005. Like Condemned 2005, no reference. Like ostensibly, like this movie takes place in the same universe that we live in. Um, but they just don't reference any games. Like I was about to say any good games, but I have not played. Uh, fucking whatever it's called. Cuber. No, I was going to say good video games, but I've not played Silent Hill 4. I've, heard, I've been told it's bad. Yeah, I, I, I've not played it either, um, but I've told similar things. Um, yeah. <laughs> this uh, movie doesn't have a ton of plot, does it? I mean, honestly, probably more than we're giving it credit for. Uh, so we probably should get through the rest of it as quick as we can. Yeah, uh, so there, John, Miller eats shit and dies uh-huh. Because he splits off from the group, which you should never do. Mm-hmm. Like, even, not, like, not as a horror movie trope, just, like, if you're playing Left 4 Dead and you just fucking go jack off in a corner while everyone else is doing something completely separate, like, uh-huh. like that's a bad call. You're not going to win that video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. No one's going to be able to revive you when you get fucking, when you get the shit beaten out of you. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Miller. Yeah, so then Miller gets killed, like, IRL, the, the exact same way that he died, IVG. Mm-hmm. What's IVG stand for? In video game. Oh. Come on, player. <laughs> I mean, I guess I should quote-unquote get hip and with it like the kids and the youths do. Um, yeah, so I don't know. They, so they get suspicious about the whole thing, and then um, Finn is like, this is dumb, and you are dumb. Um, you guys sound crazy. And then he goes off into his whip, which is a con- red convertible. Um, and then he, like, gets tra- trapped, and things get all Silent Hill and foggy. Yeah, and, and then th- he's like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, shit. Wait, wait, there, we did skip the scene where he, like, they come back to the pl- to the house that Finn, that Finn lives in because they all think, oh, shit, he's going to die. Uh-huh. And then he's, like, leaned over, he's, like, crumpled over on his desk, and then he pulls his head up, and he was taking a big bong rib. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which, Mitch. like, I mean, I'm not going to incriminate myself here, but from what I've learned, that's not how you take a bong rib. Like, I like, mean, he's not, not good at most things, so why he, would he be good at he, smoking like, weed? Full, he just fully leans over, like, face first. Like, let's, let's the bong just sit on the floor. That's not how you do it. They're light for a reason. He was, um, he was doing back exercises. He probably smokes a, he probably, like, uses a pipe, like, just, like, putting the pipe on a fuck. I'm going to scream. I'm going to scream. The call is coming from inside the house. Hold on. Jesus Christ. But, like, he probably smokes a pipe by, like, putting it on his desk and, like, leaning over it and just, like, 
putting his mouth on the pipe and not picking the pipe up at all because he's that fucking incompetent at doing anything. Mm-hmm. Probably drinks his beer through a straw. I Dumbass. mean... <laughs> I'm mad at this man. <laughs> I mean, he's not a good... He's not good. He's no. bad. He was in Breakout Kings. Yeah. Which, now we have now we reference Breakout Kings on two podcasts we do. Because <laughs> remember Rachel was in Breakout Kings? Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So we've got the, we've got the reunion happening here. Yeah, literally. Let's get those guys back in this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. So he like gets he yeah he gets fucking trampled. Um yeah well he was like calling his friends like hey you gotta do you gotta shit come get me because I think I'm cursed now. Um, and so they come, they're driving, but then he gets run over by a horse and carriage before they can get there, and it's like, oh no. Oh well, the douchebag died, I guess I guess I have to care about this. October cares, because that's, that's her brother. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's her bro, bro. Yeah, but I'm honestly... Gonna up, I'm gonna turn up my mic gain just real quick, because I feel like I'm a little bit quiet. Okay. Just on my audacity, so this won't change any shit for you. Okay. Um. But, Yeah. Yeah. He just he just kind of eats shit and dies. Yeah, as one does in this movie. As one does. I feel uh, like people cope with the deaths of people, like, really well in this movie. Yeah, like, everyone's making fun of Loomis, or not Loomis, Hutch for being so upset about Loomis's death. Like, he's, he, like, the next, the day after they play Stay Alive, he's like, I don't really want to play a game where everyone dies. And then everyone's like, uh, grow up, you fucking Trigglypuff. Yeah. You gotta fucking, you gotta fucking just... Be be a gamer. The I, I I made a short list of like quotes from this movie because they're um there's some very spe- there's some very stellar quotes. So Blair, I want to take make brief divergence. What's your favorite of these quotes? Um. Well, I mean, I don't have the list in front of me. No, I'm going to say them out loud. Oh, okay. She has got some body karate going on. Uh huh. Sweet Sebastian Bach, I want to play. If you had any less sense, you'd be half a penny. Or you pay respect to gamers by gaming. I like body karate the most because body like, karate is good, but like I can't get over you pay respect to gamers by gaming. No, that's that's the most the best doctrine, but the best line oh, is okay. body karate. You know, best line is body karate going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, because it's completely nonsensical. You know. Yeah. How how does one do body karate? I mean, with your body, assumedly, like all karate, you would assume is body karate. All karate is bodily. Yeah, I mean inherently, right? But it's like to 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 what what does body karate mean in the context of a woman who is like physically attractive? Her, her tits will punch you. I mean, is that it? I I I would assume so. What else could it mean? I I mean, your guess is frankly as good as mine. Your guess got, is Frankie Muniz some... as good as mine. <laughs> we should just start doing that. Um, <laughs> dumb. Uh, so he, yeah, uh, eats shit. Um, Frankie Muniz, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> um. Okay. So who dies next, or what? Ha- okay. I so think October but beefs it next, right? October beefs. It, no, first the the cop did beefs it because he just oh yeah the cop the like car. the cop some okay so when they start playing the game they have to like recite a curse or like a, a prayer or something basically uh-huh. that like binds them to the game mm-hmm. and somehow in the two minutes between uh, the hutch being pulled away by one of the cops and mm-hmm. the the 
the um, Hutch stopping the cop from playing the game, the cop was able to recite that prayer, make it through character creation, and die inside a spreader trap. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's some impressive speedrun tactics. Like, he... I mean, <laughs> impressive is one word for it, I suppose. It, like, he moved so fast! It's a speedrun, Blair. Speedrun to death. <laughs> another good, really, another really good Mega sixty four skit or sketch <laughs> is one where it's just a life speedrun. Oh, nice! It's really funny. Mm-hmm. I might, we might put those in the show notes. <laughs> You'll know when you hear this if we did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just take a gander in the show notes. Did we put them in there, or did Blair forget? She probably forgot. But <laughs> don't tweet at me. Um, never at us. Never, never try to communicate with me. Never, ever. I uh, so, dream. so yeah. Then he just like dies in the backseat of a park in the in the in the in the his minivan in a parking lot, which is kind of a bummer because like he gets we see like a half second of him getting absolutely <laughs> fucked up in the game, uh-huh. like something is like pulling his mouth open and like splitting his head in half, but we only see it for like a split second, uh-huh. and then all we see in the reflection is the ghost lady in the reflection of his rearview mirror, uh-huh. and then he dies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You hear funny. that? Yeah, I do hear that. It's your okay. Pop. He's Bork. He is Bork. Um, so, then October dies. Yeah, she, she she goes into a house because she can't seem to find nails. Because they need nails to kill the ghost Hammer lady. and nails, yeah. yeah. They, and she can't just, like, go spend $10 at Home Depot. And they don't have hammer and nails in their house? I mean... Like some... I mean, they're 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 young adults. They don't they don't have that stuff. But I feel like they're old enough to have done some carpentry. No, I, I'm 22 and I'm turning 23 in a week and a half, and I haven't done carpentry. Well, one of these people is like uh, uh well, like two of these people at least were like career men, you know, who work in like office job building. Yeah, so they didn't they didn't do carpentry. I guess not. I mean, I I. I work as an office job in construction, and I've, like, I've never picked up a fucking hammer and nail in my life. That's actually completely untrue. I did demolition work in, in the construction industry as well, but... You fucking liar. I, I'm a liar. <laughs> I'm okay. a liar, baby, so why don't you kill me? Um. Soy un perador. I'm gay, baby. <laughs> You're a gay baby? Yep. Oh, um, on that note, I want to go ahead and just apologize for last week's episode. I guess now is as good as a time as any. Yeah, I, I was going to forget otherwise. Um, so sorry about that, but in fairness, that was a um, that was a unanimous like thirty six to zero vote of yes, yeah, actually, for loco. Personally, I'm not sorry. Y'all made me do that. You know, you could you had the power to say, actually. No, this sounds like a bad idea. And you no, I don't right. want my favorite podcast host to get fucked up on Caramel for Loco and die. Blair, Blair, honestly, I forgot that I forgot when I said that episode so badly that I was able to go back and re-listen to it my on my own time. Oh my god! Like I should have downloaded it and listened to it. I I, I shouted about Tintin for like five minutes. I don't remember that. I don't remember doing that at all. Like, <laughs> I barely I don't. remember you doing that. Like, I just screamed about how racist Tintin was. Yeah, yeah. I barely remember that. Um, so, I, I just want a couple of more notes about this movie uh, before we get back to the plot. Well, just one note. Um, the character of Swink, Frankie Muniz, 
mm-hmm. is uh, he is constantly wearing an accountant visor. And the first time we see him, he has frosted tips and accountant visor and an accountant visor on upside down and sideways. Yeah, it's, it's actually it's an extremely good look. I'm actually I want like we should like bring uh, those visors back. We can, can you think, do you think we can bring accountant visors back? I I, I don't know if us as individuals could do that but i think we could rally enough around like enough like influencers that we know oh to, like, god influence someone pointed this out to me the other day but like influencers is like more depressing of a term for those kind of people than like any science fiction book could have ever come up with i know <laughs> like what oh. are some influencers that we know uh pewdiepie is probably an influencer that we personally know oh andy is Andy an influencer? I don't know. I think, they might be the closest thing to an influencer. I think so. Brooks is probably an influencer. I think we probably I think if we got Brooks rallying behind us, we could make I think if we got Brooks to wear I, I think, an accounting visor, A, he'd look amazing in it. I think B, just from being within like the cast of Friends of the Table, Andy remains an influencer. Uh-huh. And like, you know, there would probably be like some some like some like a couple of tweets from like a couple of the bigger names on that podcast like sure, you know, sure. if we get an austin walker tweet out of like you know out of relation from andy to austin walker like that's that's a big get hashtag make accounting visors happen i could see i could, i think austin walker could make an accounting visor work yeah i think we all have the power within us to do that yeah yeah uh, yeah okay so the rest of this movie is just people eating shit and dying. And there's, like, weird plot device shit. Like, there's a MacGuffin and, like, um, you have to burn the witch's blood. And then there's, like, other plot about, like, they hack into databases and, like... And other... everything gets everything gets fucked up by a rose. Yeah, and it's... Because, I mean, there's, like, game mechanics in real life. Because the game is real life, but also not. Like, if you... Because it's both. And... At the same time, and things, but it's like the game controls your life, but you control the game, and it's just a bunch of dumb bullshit and a lot of lore that doesn't really add anything to it. It doesn't make me more afraid of what's happening. No, this is a very unscary movie. It's probably the least scary movie we've watched. Like, at no point did I feel any tension coming from the the surrounding like events. Like, at least when we're watching fucking Final Destination movies, I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to see this dude's, like, internal organs, you Oh, know? God, I very much hope this guy does not die. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, not even hoping someone doesn't die. It's just like, oh, I hope it's not as gruesome as, like, I'm expecting it to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, there's no there's no tension in this movie. It's, None at all. And, and, like, one of the big twists in the movie is the fact that main blonde bitch is, lives out of her van. And I mean, <laughs> like, okay, like, I don't know what that adds to anything. Uh, probably makes sense in the director's cut. <laughs> Does it? Do you think it would? I can't imagine whatever context that would make sense within. There's a bunch of character development in this movie, which makes me think that the, the director or the writer is extremely invested in these characters. But, like. One, do you think this was, like, the first of, supposed to be the first of a franchise? I don't, but all the characters die. They all die. So why, like, why... Not th- Blair, Blair, three of the characters make it out of this movie alive. I mean... That's almost... That's more than half the cast. Or, that, sorry, that's almost half the cast. That's way still more than though, you get. Still, though, it's like... 
but but all the other characters have like a weird development that like why would they i don't know it's it, i just like it, it's it feels like it's trying to be uh, several different things at once it feels like it's trying to be a drama yeah as well as a comedy as well as a horror movie and then they it just kind of falls flat on all accounts yeah it's bad the, the thing is that it's bad so end of the movie uh, they manage to fight. So Swink dies, mm-hmm. but then he doesn't die because uh-huh. he somehow cheated death, and I'm sure it makes sense in the director's cut. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then they they kill the the Baroness lady who was the ghost, and then the movie ends, and then it cuts to the GameStop that we saw earlier, where game where Stay Alive is all over the shelves, and then it, we hear a chorus of people chanting the prayer from the start of the game, and then the movie ends. Yep. So, did, like, did they not stop the ghost? Like, I guess not. That's why I, part of me assumed that they died somehow. Because, like, they obviously failed their mission. I don't know. I think they, they pulled it off, though. They they hammer nailed her ass and they got out of the house, didn't they? I mean, they they definitely hammered and nailed her. And then, like, when that didn't work, he... Sh- okay, so his laptop is made out of silver? Yeah, and that kills her. Yeah, ostensibly. Yeah, um, so I'm just going to read from the end of the Wikipedia page. Okay. Uh, overcoming his fear of fire, uh, uh, Hutch sets the, sets the room ablaze. Just then, Swink, still alive and carrying more roses, but bursts in with Abigail and rescues him. As Countess Bathory's body burns, the three walk away from the tower. Is that it? Meanwhile, in the video store, the shelves are now full of just-released Stay Alive games. Intrigued, the employee puts a copy in the PlayStation 2. As the video game starts, voices are heard reciting Elizabeth's prayer. The evil phantom of Countess Elizabeth Bathory is then seen gazing out her tower window. And that's it. Like, that's, like, basically what I remember. Somehow expected it to make more sense. But it just doesn't. Does not at all. It just doesn't. How did the video game happen? How is the ghost alive? How, what? How is it cursed? Who cursed it? Why did they curse it? Do they? Does the developer know that it's a cursed game? Did he just stumble into being cursed on accident? Did he Maybe just want to like? Maybe that's in the director's cut. It probably is. I just. We have to do ratings. Oh god! On a scale of zero to five. Um, on a scale of zero to five accountant visors, how many are you giving this? Accountant visors? I'm going to give this uh, two, I think. I'm going to go ahead and go like one and a half. You are so brutal on these movies we watch. Blair, it's not good and it's not fun. Like, I'm not getting anything out of this. It's stupid. It doesn't make a single goddamn lick of sense. The only thing I had to say for it is that the, the theatrical cut was 85 minutes and really five, 10 of those minutes were credits. So it's a 75-minute movie. At least it goes by quickly. It's not long. It's, it's not. It goes by quickly. That's about all I can say about it. I feel like the biggest drawback is that the douchebag character, which was doling out the the craziest lines for the first half he dies after like he dies within the first minutes. act yeah it's not yeah so it's like well i guess now we have all these boring people plus frankie muniz who honestly despite the fact of being frankie muniz and being named spunk or whatever um, <laughs> like he has no personality he does other- nothing he should be like the obnoxious gamer bro and he doesn't do anything he's just frankie muniz He's just Frankie Muniz with an accountant visor. Yeah, it's like, 
yeah, he has no personality. It's like they forgot to write a character for him. And of course, I don't expect like the protagonist and the main love interest to have personalities because they're the protagonist and their main love interest. You're supposed to project you and your significant other onto them. You know. Remember um, how the 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 love interest was homeless. Yeah, I do remember that, and how it contributed nothing to the plot, or explained her character at all, or gave her greater depth. It was just, like, a fact. Like, fun fact. <laughs> you have no better understanding of who this character is and what her interests are. Good, gr- Great movie. 10 great out movie. of 10. I still give it a 2. Um, One and a half. <laughs> uh, questions. We have a few, actually. Ooh. Okay. So, first question from Twitter user at Safphic, S-A-F-P-H-I-C. Um, discuss the similarities and differences between this and Sword Art Online. Exactly the same, except for Sword Art Online has a character named Gut Death Gun, and this does not. Yeah, I mean, I literally the same thing. I don't know how they got away with it. <laughs> Twitter user at Oscularia asks, how's the character creation? Well, it looks pretty robust. You can... You can make you can, apparently you can make the muscles about the same as Barrett's fucking like barbell arms in the original Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it's more robust than anything you would expect from that time period and real video games. I feel. Yep. Two thousand and six. Yeah. Uh, Tumblr user Let's Scare Jesse to Death asks, "Hello, fear rating. I just started listening to this podcast, and you guys are so funny, and your discussions are great. Thank you. Aww. Um, this is just a suggestion, but I'd love to hear an episode with you guys discussing Martyrs, the two thousand eight version." Um, Roswell loves that movie, right? Um, I, he's seen that movie. I don't know if he loves it. I know it's, like, a brutal movie. Oh. It, uh, rough to watch. It has a lot of meaning for me, and I'd really like to hear your opinions. Thank you guys for doing this great podcast. Uh, kiss emoji, okay emoji, and then in parentheses, that's me making that mwah, what a, what a, delice, what a delicious spicy meatball gesture toward this podcast. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Anonymous asks, meme XD. Oh. Well... Thanks. Thanks, Anonymous. And then lastly, uh, Tumblr user Sheephoof asks, is corn better on or off the cob? Um, um, honestly, off the cob. I like it, you know, Claire, you know it's more coward. fun. It's on the cob easily. It's more fun to eat it on the cob, but also get stuck in your teeth. And it tastes better, bitch. Get a toothpick. But it gets stuck in your teeth. In get a toothpick, motherfucker. Um, also, I just remembered... Uh, about the whole MemeXD thing that you, we got sent. And I'm pretty sure my sibling said that. MemeXD? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty Keck, sure... I'll dab to that. <laughs> a friend of mine told me that they have echoloalia of, of us saying that. Oh, great. <laughs> Occasionally. Good. Uh, recommendations? Um, so my recommendation this week is an album that dropped yesterday it's lana del rey's new album lust for life it's extremely good if you like lana if you like pop music you'll probably enjoy it um it's it's just classic lana a bit more poppy than classic lana but it's still good it's still some good shit uh my recommendation this week is spider-man homecoming it made me laugh more than all of the other marvel movies combined um it's absolutely hilarious tom holland is the best peter parker like easily Mm -hmm. um Michael Keaton is fantastic in it. Um, Zendaya is amazing. I laughed every single time she opened her mouth on screen. Like, everything about that movie was just so fucking funny. And it's such a good characterization of Peter Parker. Nice. It's way better than Andrew Garfield. And it's better than uh, Tobey Maguire, too. Yeah. 
Uh, and oh god, what's his name? I want to fi- I want to look up his name real quick so I don't get it wrong because I want to say it. But the the like the uh, the best friend character just kind of steals the entire show. Oh, I remember reading about that. Uh, what's his What's the actor's name? Holy shit, he's not. Oh, Jacob Batalon. Yeah, incredible actor. Incredible actor. Uh, really, really funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. So, that's my recommendation. Nice. Nice. This, is that the, that's all we do, right? Yep. That's all we... <laughs> I was like, counting on my fingers. Well, we talked about the movie, kind of. And then we did the question. And this do, yeah. Okay, podcast. Podcast. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, uh, if you want to contact the show, you can do that on Twitter, at FearBaiting, on Tumblr, uh, FearBaiting.tumblr.com, or at Gmail, uh, FearBaiting at Gmail.com. Um, if you want to support the show, you can go to uh, patreon.com forward slash fearbaiting and pledge us any amount of dollars you want. We're all covered on everything that we really need, which is hosting is the only significant thing, but every dollar you put will be in some way or another be put towards the show in improving it. We're not just going to use it to, you know, buy Pokemon cards or whatever these kids are doing these days. Um... So, yeah, if you want to find me on the lines, you can find me on Twitter at Blair Kitch or Tumblr at bramblepelt.tumblr.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chiyashatanaka or Chiyashatanaka.tumblr.com. Uh, sorry, I was sending a text. Did you already say the name, the, the, the at and the Tumblr and email for our I show? Shorted. Did you talk about our sister podcast, The Wonder Yerks? I did not talk about our sister podcast, The Wonder Yerks. The our sister podcast, about... The Wonder Yerks, where we talk about Animorphs every yeah. two weeks. It's a great podcast, and mm-hmm. we have a ton of fun doing it, and it's dumb as shit. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so that's been Fear Bidding. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week with Blair. What's our movie? Oh, no, you're putting me on the spot. Um, Deal with it, bish. Um... um I'll I'll put something in, in the <laughs> put in post. post yeah. I'll put it in post. <laughs> um. This has been fear baiting. Mm-hmm. I'm Blair. I'm Luna. And remember, you're gonna put a fucked up guy anywhere. <laughs> hey, I'm Mark. Matt. I'm leaving. <laughs> you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night. Bye. <laughs>